0: And welcome to a new episode of the Podcast. I'm Jackie Franchili for a while, who's 24-7. And um, we are back here after taking Thursday off uh, last week. As you can hear from my voice, I'm still getting over a cold and a little bit of laryngitis. I didn't have a voice last Thursday, so I was unable to record a podcast. So we're going to make up for that with a podcast on Thursday when it comes to basketball. Today, I'll do a shorter podcast just about what big storylines came from um, Tony Elliott's press conference on Wednesday and just talk a little bit of recruiting as we turn tables to mostly 2024 recruiting when it comes to Virginia football. I'll be a little short since you can tell that I still don't have my complete voice and I'm, I'm still dealing with that respiratory um, cold. So um, first off, uh, thank you again for listening. And if you like what you continue hearing from our podcast, Make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a review and rate us on both Apple and Spotify. And if you listen and watch our show on YouTube, go ahead and like this channel, like this video and click on the bell so that you're notified whenever there is new video. So um, in the second half of the show, we'll touch base a little bit on the 2024 uh, recruiting cycle. But first off, let's talk about uh, what Tony Elliott had to say on National Signing Day. Big news then was they didn't sign anyone as far as high school prospects. We're still waiting on the situation surrounding Devin Clark. As if you're a listener to the show, follow recruiting, you know he committed to Virginia after taking an official visit. He did not sign on signing day. We've been following up with Devin and the situation there. He says that he's still on track to sign for Virginia. So we're waiting to see how that situation kind of unfolds there um With admissions and all that stuff. So, we'll have those updates on Wellhouse 24 7. As I'm recording right now, we don't have an update. Just Devin is pretty confident that he will be a who. So, we're we'll still following up on that. But Tony Elliott was pretty adamant saying that they're not done in this class. What he would like to do is they'll see what they have in spring, but they'll like to add more offensive linemen to this class via the portal. Obviously, the portal will open up back in spring um, for about just under two weeks. So, it's it's a short amount of time to try to find those pieces, but that's where they will try to focus their attention a little bit and then get those offensive linemen and also try to reinforce the secondary. Probably another corner, another safety. Those, uh, those are the positions of need. They'll look at what they're looking at, wide receiver. Now, prior to uh, early side of the day, they were, excuse me, they were open to adding another wide receiver. Uh, but that seems to be more on the back burner now. They're focused more on the line and the secondary. Now, if there's a good wide receiver that opens up and they have room, maybe. And it's also in college football, you're going to be looking at attrition too on the UVA side. So things can change, but right now it looks like it's O-line and secondary for the portal. So that will be their main focus on as they open up things in the spring. Elliot mostly talked about coming back from, obviously, this is a different type of off-season. The team didn't finish the season as anyone would have expected, obviously, with everything that happened in November, the tragic events. Not only do you have to physically heal like you normally do after a football season, but it's also about healing emotionally. So that's what they had to do. And he said that it was nice to see a lot of these guys back. With smiles on their faces and just getting back together and working out. And he said it was nice to have sort of a, a restart to the program a little bit coming in. Um, but he also mentioned that there will be some guys who will not be available for spring ball. So um, that was one of the, I guess, the biggest headlines coming in. So um, some of the guys that he mentioned that will be out this spring. So wide receiver Dakota Tweedy, he's recovering from an injury. So that's kind of expected. He'll be out in the spring. And then um, Sue Uh, Defensive lineman Olusukanami Agunluwe has a pec injury. He'll be out. Aaron Fremui's shoulder will be out. Uh, Defensive Chico Bennett's shoulder will also be out. There will be a couple guys that will be limited. Um, Noah Josie had back surgery. He was dealing with a back injury for most of last season. So um, he had back surgery, so he'll be limited. Uh, Offensive lineman Houston Curry has had appendicitis, so he really just had surgery, so he'll be limited. Defensive back Elijah Gaines and defensive back Jonas Sanker, both had shoulder injury and will be down and limited. Then uh, end second, Wood, had bone spurs in his ankles, but he's expected to be back at some point in the spring. So a couple guys out, a couple guys uh, will be limited this spring, but the good news is that Amon Faustin is expected to be get back. To quote Elliot, he said he's been doing everything a guy so far, and he's excited to see him back. And Mike Collins is also working out with the team. They expect to quote let him loose in the spring, so that's great to see that um, Mike Collins is doing great. Um, but obviously, it's a it's a wait and see with him. They're obviously going to keep a close eye on him and speak with his doctors. And something also that we asked um, Elliot at the press conference, something that we actually told our Wahoo's 24 seven subscriber. Um, Hugh Laughlin, Laughlin um, is still on the roster, but we've been noticing that if you look on his Twitter bio, you see, he's actually part of uh, the UVA football recruiting office. And that's because um, Elliot kind of cl- clarified. Um, we had told our subscribers that it was due to a um, medical hardship. So medical waiver, um, but he's still part of the department. Um, Elliot said that his, uh, Doctors had said that they, they suggested that he should not play football anymore. So Elliot asked them how he wanted to be part of the football program, and he's part of the football program by staying in the recruiting office. So that is uh, um, kind of the personnel look out for injuries and uh, who's going to be available for spring. Now, there were some possible role changes, not big surprising role changes here, um obviously linebacker Nick Jackson the big news over the weekend was that he officially said goodbye to Virginia something that we mentioned on our message boards of a quick update on Nick as he was heading to multiple visits um but he wasn't working out with the team so it looked like he was serious about leaving and although he the op- option was always open for him to come back it looked like things were moving in the other direction um so he officially said goodbye to Virginia uh this Sunday. So obviously the outlook is looking at that linebacker room. And Tony Elliott said that they're pretty happy with the death of that position. Obviously, you have Bracey, you have Trey McDonald, you have a couple of first years that could come out. Obviously, you have Josh Ahern who came back. So you have a lot of couple guys there, but um, also you have Langston Long. I know he's listed as safety as uh, at the roster, but I mentioned a few times that I could see him coming into um, a linebacker, and Elliot this uh, during his press conference said that they're looking into moving him close, closer to the box, and that all depends on how comfortable they feel at depth at the linebacker position. Who they also bring Cameron Robinson, which is one guy that even Elliot has mentioned could be college football ready when he steps on grounds this summer. So that's been kind of the outlook at the linebacker position. Now the other thing he mentioned was uh, linebacker Hunter Stewart as we look at the linebacker depth he might be moving to more of that bandit role in a bandit position so he might be playing a little bit on the outside so those are the kind of side of the big football news coming out from that Wednesday press conference so we're going to take a quick break here so that uh, frankly i could take a quick little breath and afterwards we will talk a little bit about 2024 and some of the names for you to keep an eye on so we'll be right back And we we'll back to the good old podcast. I'm Jack French liver wow, I was 24-7. And we talked about some headlines from that 20 LA press conference on national sign today. And now we're going to break some down for the 2022, 2024 class. Like I said earlier, they're still going to be trying to close out the 23 class through the portal. Um, And maybe add one more high school player if everything works out, Devin Clark. But some of the focus will be now turning in 2024. We actually saw that with the staff and where they were, Visiting during that contact period in January, a lot of their focus was on 24, 25, and 26. Yes, I said 2026. You got to start that early, which is why every time I said 23 will not be the class that you judge the staff on because theoretically, they couldn't do this last January. They couldn't be on 2025 because that's where technically they should have been already last year. They needed to be on 24 and 25s and 23, 24, and 25 when they were still talking on 2022 and maybe some 2023 since they have um in some 2024s but they weren't really all in on those because they still had to get linemen for 2022 now this year they kind of had to get a little bit ahead of the game and they were able to reach out to some of these kids but we're only going to focus on 2024 too much for 25 26 you are still a miles away so 2024 is our focus the reason why i kept saying also for people to kind of hold off on judgment was because a 2024 class in the state of virginia is loaded there's a lot of great talent in the state of Virginia and in the surrounding areas, including, you know, D.C. and Maryland. But in the state of Virginia, a lot of great talent. So I'm actually going to bring up some of the top 20 football players here. And some of these names are should be pretty familiar. If you're following Virginia recruiting, some of these guys have been on grounds pretty recently. Um, unfortunately I do not see Virginia making any movement with a number one player on 24 seven, which is Keelan Adams, a wide receiver out a green one. Virginia is not moving the needle there. So I don't expect that movement there, but some of those guys have visited Virginia, um, in recent months, you know, top 24 seven linebacker, Chris Jones, uh, has been a pretty familiar name mentioned around the Cavaliers. He visited this past fall for a game. He visited for the Cavalier cookout over the summer and he also visited for their first junior day last winter so he's a name for you to watch um unfortunately Fletcher Westfall has not put UVA in his top list obviously this could change with Terry Heffernan coming in um at UVA but at this point there's no movement there towards UVA but I wouldn't shut the door completely because there's a new offensive line coach so anything can happen there but he hasn't visited UVA in a while so um the in-state program trending more with him is Virginia Tech but we'll keep an eye on Fletcher Westfall since he was a guy who made a few visits prior so one to watch um Sean Henderson from Hopewell Virginia he's a name that has made a few trips to Virginia in the fall legacy DJ Tolliver one of two like legacies in this class in state he has made Couple of visits to Virginia. He went visited in the fall, but he also was here for Junior Day that first Junior Day, which was really packed. So TJ Tolliver is one to keep on eye on as well. Um, this is one that, if you were to ask me in in September and actually even in December, I would say Virginia would have no shot with him. Four star corner Asad Brown. He visited for a Junior Day, and now I think Virginia has made some some ground here. I thought this was a um, Virginia Tech clean and, uh, but other schools have come in, including UVA. He was very impressed by that UVA visit from what I've been told from some people around his recruitment. So, uh, I would, I kind of, I, I would say UVA has a chance now. I, I wouldn't put on all, like, I wouldn't put a crystal ball in and I wouldn't put, you know, if you have a pool of your family, like Assad Brown will be part of the mock class. Probably wouldn't go that far, but UVA has made great strides here. Compared to like just in December, I would say they wouldn't have a chance. And they also reoffered him after the junior day visit. That was also something that I was kind of waiting for, um, that reoffer from Virginia since he was offered from the other staff and did not get re from this staff until the junior day. Um, the next two is a name that if you're following Virginia recruiting, you should be pretty familiar with these two. Um, King George Whiteouts, Chance Wiggins, and Makai White, they were frequent visitors to UVA. I mean, they visited UVA a lot, especially last offseason. They both visited for Junior Day. They both visited spring at least once. I think Makai visited twice. And I think Makai visited once in the summer. I can't remember if Chance did, but Makai definitely visited once in the summer. And honestly, I had – you always think of um, which player you would think will be the first to pop in whatever class. And I actually had Makai White as one to watch as he came to the last season. But both of them have kind of cooled down, and with Marcus Higgins leaving for Penn State, I actually think that's really cooled down. Those two had a really big connection with Coach Hagan's, so it might take a little, a little bit to kind of get them back on board. I wouldn't say it's out, but if you had the trend, like like I said, Asad Brown is trending better for Virginia. These two are trending a little worse for Virginia as of right now. Um, Cameron Ward has a Virginia offer. Um, did visit. Then you had, uh, obviously, another, as I mentioned, DJ Tolliver is one at UVA Legacy. The other one is Isaiah Rayner, a name that, obviously, you guys know very well. Um, he picked up his offer in the fall when he visited. He came back for Junior Day. It seemed like everything's going well. Now, this one is not a closed-and-shut deal. Virginia Tech is pursuing. Minnesota is pursuing. Mike Forrest is pursuing. And Duke is pursuing. And SEC is also. SEC schools are also interested in the. I believe Tennessee was his latest offer. So this is definitely a recruitment that's going to take a while to um, kind of move forward. He did visit a number of schools, including Duke and um, Minnesota for junior days. I believe he did not make that Virginia Tech visit. I I know he didn't go for the basketball game. I wasn't sure if he made it to the second junior day, but I definitely remember he didn't make it to that um, basketball day that he wanted to. He ended up uh, also going to Duke's Shooter Day as well as Minnesota's and obviously Virginia's. So obviously that is someone, if if you have to pick a few of these names, he and DJ Tolliver are obviously some of the guys that you're like, yes, um, some of the high high priority guys. Uh, Luca Puccinelli attended the summer camp, has not visited since. He does not have an offer. Um, then you have Edge Mackay Byerson. He does have an offer, Tony Elliott. Visited his school on the first game for Manchester, and uh, Makai Byerson has been a frequent visitor ever since that offer. So, if I had to pick one guy that was that was pretty hot on the trend meter, I would say Makai Byerson is that guy. Now, there's a couple other names to kind of keep an eye on: Tashawn Youngs, thief, uh Tyler Butts, Baker, um, Anthony Reddick just picked up an offer. Uh, Varan is Lamar Booker. Uh, Virginia is interested, but I, I don't see UVA trending well there right now. So these are some of the guys, but obviously there's some names out here that are currently unranked that will be changing um, very, very, very soon. Um, so, for example, um, Highland Springs quarterback Christian Martin is being in the process of getting ranked right now. That's a name that if you had asked me who is a priority guy in addition to TJ Tolliver, and also Zaya Rainer, I would say Highland Springs quarterback Christian Martin in state unquestioned when you're not you're, you want to get another Highland Springs uh, Highland Springs player to join Miles Green on your roster, but he's such a great talent, such a personable young man. Um, he likes UVA right now. I actually put I think UVA might be the one in more of a driver's seat in this recruitment this early. Uh, he currently is talking to Virginia Tech as well as Maryland. Um, I mean Christian Martin is the guy you want to seal this deal pretty quickly that's the guy you build around you build your um your class around he's he's a very personable guy and is a very talented so if you that that i wouldn't say it's make you to break it for you for your class but highland springs quarterback christian martin is a definitely a guy that virginia really wants in this class um the other guys that are still being ranked as well as linebacker chris cole and running back peyton lewis both from salem virginia both have some really um Good offers. Uh, Chris Cole and paint. Lewis are both guys that have seen their stock rise in recent weeks, and they're going to see still their stock rise um, in a couple of weeks here. As schools can evaluate their 24 board, uh, Chris Cole has offers from West Virginia, Virginia and Vanderbilt. Um, and then Paint Lewis has a numbers of new offers, including Tennessee that he just picked up in the last 24 hours, Penn state, West Virginia, Boston college, JMU, Virginia tech and South Carolina. Um, Those guys are going to be among one of the best in the uh, state of Virginia. And it's good that Virginia got in early in these two, uh, particularly Chris Cole. And these two have both mentioned an interest in visiting the spring. So I just threw out a lot of names for you and I apologize. Um, Again, I will be uh, next few weeks. It's when it comes to recruiting, it's uh, basically the plan. And this is kind of like a breakdown of the content that you kind of expect and in the month of February, is that we'll be following up with the new offers. Virginia has offered quite a few uh, players. Obviously, I've been under the weather, so I haven't been able to catch up with some of these guys, but that's the plan moving forward is catching up with those new offers, kind of seeing where things stand in their recruitment, also trying to figure out, kind of breaking down the basically the board for 24. Virginia's 24 board is kind of coming together a little bit more clearly, in which so we'll be breaking down the boards by position for the next week or so. And then we're also going to take a look at the scholarships. Um, I've had questions out about some guys that were on the roster online, but I believe they weren't of the team. So I was trying to confirm a few of those, and that's when the scholarship chart will be updated. So we'll have that too. So those are things that prepare us as we move to the 2024 cycle. And then starting on March 15th, that's when spring practices are back, and that's when you're going to see more visits because you want to have those guys on campus on grounds. Um, during that time period today, you can kind of see where things stand with you guys moving forward. Um, so, um, now that's our recruiting centric episode. We'll be back on Thursday. Cross my fingers that, um, I didn't, pa- I was patient zero this time. usually it's one of my kids that are patient zero, but I was patient zero this time. So we're hoping for everyone to be healthy. So my expectation is Thursday. We'll have a basketball episode. I didn't want to do a basketball episode, um, yesterday or today, because we're facing NC State today, I'd rather do an episode uh, right and early for Thursday so that we can have a couple days to talk about Duke. And hopefully I can line up my guest that was late to help us on Thursday. Hopefully we can get in. Um, hopefully his schedule kind of opens up so we can get him on the on the show for, uh, for this Thursday. So that's the plan for this week. Again, sorry for missing the show on Thursday, but uh, I hope the show will get better on Thursday. Hopefully we get our guests lined up. So um, thanks again. If you have any questions on recruiting, you can head over to wahoos247.com or we could just update and what's going on as far as recruiting and as far as Virginia football and Virginia basketball and also women's basketball because Michael Kieran is an awesome intern and I always want to shout out um, whatever he's done. So, hope you guys have a good rest of your Tuesday. And if you're in a JPJ, say hi. All right, bye. <laughs> Bye. <smart noise>